Debbie Marcoux is licensed by the Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act, NMLS ID 237926. Also licensed in Arizona, 0941504, Florida, L076508, Georgia, 69178, Idaho, MLO, 2080237926, Illinois, 031.0058339, Missouri, North Carolina, I210940, Nevada, 57237, Oregon, Tennessee, 184373, Texas, Washington, MLO, 237926. Hi, this is Carrie Young with Mortgage Mom Radio. Did you know there are multiple home loan options available with little to no money down? Whether it's conventional, VA, FHA, USDA, or down payment assistance, let us find a loan that's right for you to get you into a home with minimal out-of-pocket expense. Give us a call. That number is 844-935-3634. That's 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU. That's W-E-L-E-N-D and the number four. Or visit our website. That's mortgagemomradio.com. All right, so welcome to Mortgage Mom Radio. I am Debbie Marcoux. I am the Mortgage Mom. And every week I bring you guys the interesting information that you need to know about the real estate and mortgage market. Um, we've got a lot going on right now. It's Wednesday. Today is May the 2nd, the 3rd. Today's May the 3rd, I think. Um, but we have got a lot going on today. So the Fed just announced that they are doing another rate hike. So we're going to talk about that. We have huge articles that have been going around um, here over the last week or so about how they are, you know, Biden is changing things and uh, somebody that's got a high credit score and a big down payment is going to get a higher interest rate that somebody with a lower credit score and a lower down payment uh, would get a better interest rate. Basically, the good credit borrowers are going to have to subsidize the lower credit borrowers. And then we've got rentals and the rents right now and trying to get yourself into a rental is really pretty crazy. So we are going to try to touch on all three of those topics today. They're all very important and it has been very big news. I was at Stagecoach. It was the weekend before Stagecoach and I was getting text messages over and over and over again uh, with the articles about Biden. And I do want to introduce you guys to my new puppy. He is sitting here with me. He's kind of a, he's kind of a troublemaker. So everybody meet Buck. This is our new Buck. And um, he's been a lot of work too. But we've got a lot of really important things to talk about today, things that are definitely um, going to, or you think are going to affect the real estate and mortgage world when in essence, it's actually not that big of a deal. So I do want to make sure that I explain everything to everyone so that you do understand exactly what is going on in the world. Um, I can see that Espel and Locos gets on. He says, hi, hot mama. Hey there. Thank you so much. Sure. Appreciate 
appreciate it. And if you guys are out there, I do want to uh, invite all of you to jump in, put in your questions into the feed. I'm going to read them out loud. I'm going to answer them for you. And I'm going to make sure that you get the answers that you need. It is the very best way to get the content into the show. Um, This is funny. He's actually right behind me playing with the plant. Um, But it is the best way to get the content that you're looking for to get the answers to the questions that you have uh, to you by you actually asking the questions. So uh, please make sure to join. Get yourself in, in the middle of the show. Get get involved. Uh, Local Trucking jumps on, says, good afternoon. Local Trucking, love to see you there. Thank you so much for joining. And we've got really big topics. So uh, Heather jumps on, says, Buck, so cute. So yes, this is... This is Buck, middle, middle, middle name Shot. So this is Buck Shot, Marku. He is very, very cute. Um, anyway, so we got lots of good stuff to talk about today. Let me know that you're there. Give me your thumbs up into the feed. Remember, if you guys are listening to the show by radio, the only way to be involved, to get those questions and to get your answers right away is to actually do it with me live when I go on YouTube. The only way to know that I am going live, well, there's a couple of ways. One, you can subscribe to the channel, of course, and you can host Hope that you get that notification from your YouTube app, or you can opt into one text message per week, and that is going to send you a text to let you know that I have gone live. All you have to do is click on the link, and it takes you right to the show, and you'll never miss it. You get to ask all of your questions. Let me know that you're here, that you're viewing. So it's a great way to do it. How do you do that? Well, you're going to text the word MOM, M-O-M, real easy, uh, to 844 844- Nine three five three six three four. That's eight four four. We lend for you. W e l e n d and the number four. Text the word mom. That will opt you in. No other words. No opt in. No nothing. Just the word mom, and that will opt you into those text messages. So he is back here talking a lot. So we are going to get rid of him um, so that I can actually focus on the show. Look at he's coming. He's coming down backwards. <laughs> And we're going to get rid of him. Um, I can see that uh, Lyndon jumps on, says, hello, it's still, is it still a good time to refinance? Are interest rates still rising? Uh, Lyndon, it is actually a really good time to refinance. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, Armando Lopez jumps on. Armando, so great to see you. And he says, hi, Buck. So yes, we did. We lost our Cocker Spaniel of 14 years. She was my girl. Uh, I couldn't stand it. She came to work with me every day. She got in the front seat of my car. We drove to work. We drove home. And uh, my car was empty and it was lonely and it was sad. And so I did go out and I got ourselves our little buckshot. So uh, he is super cute. Little co- uh, He's not a cocker. He is a Springer Spaniel. As I've told you guys before, we have a Newfoundland at home. Her name is Nana. She's about 150 pounds. And my, cor- my poor Cocker Spaniel would just get trampled by her. So we had to get one that was a little bit bigger, but, you know, with that same sweet Cocker type of personality. So we're super excited. Anyway, so let's jump into this you guys we've got oh and Lyndon says Buck is adorable thank you so much Um, so let's jump into this so first thing at hand Federal Reserve did raise interest rates a quarter of a point and that is something that has been anticipated it's nothing that was a surprise Uh, it didn't really rock the markets in any way back or forth what's going to rock the markets is what the anticipation is for the next meeting so many people are anticipating that the Fed is done they're they're going to stop increasing interest rates so you have to actually 
read the Fed statement, watch the Fed talk. You have to hear the questions that are being asked by all of the different sources. You know, uh, Bloomberg gets on there and CNBC gets on and they all ask him his questions as he's going through, you know, why they did what they did. He's holding his press conference. And so I can give you the mortgage mom rundown. I can give you what I took of the meeting, what I feel that we've got in store for us. That's obviously the best that I can do because it's everybody's opinion. It's how you interpret what is being said, how he's answering his questions, and then you're forming your opinion as to what is to come in the future. Um, Tom Udell got on, says, hi, Debbie and team. Tom, thanks so much for joining today. Sure do appreciate it. And again, I want to remind everybody this is interactive. So if I say something and you want to ask a question about it, please don't hesitate. Throw it into the feed. I want to make sure that you guys get the information that you're looking for. But uh, simply put, based on what I was listening to as Jerome Powell was talking is, uh, you know, he's not sure if we're done tightening. He's not sure if we are going to do another increase uh, at the next Fed meeting that will be in six weeks. That to me means that we're 50-50. And so that's going to be the big question mark that's going to be at play. So let me back up a little bit to explain what I meant by the anticipation was a quarter. It was already built in. It didn't really change rates today. So what happens basically is that interest rates are tied to mortgage-backed securities, the two-year note, the bond yields, okay, we're not actually directly connected, as I've mentioned in previous shows, to the Federal Reserve prime rate. Those loans that are directly connected are short-term loans. So um, your uh, home equity lines of credit, your credit cards, anything that's adjustable. Car loans will see a little bit of an increase when you go shopping for your next car loan. Those are directly connected to the Federal Reserve Prime Rate. Mortgages are not. Mortgages are very much similar to a stock market, just kind of talking in layman's terms. Uh, when there's a big announcement that comes out, it can feed the stock market. Stock, stock market goes up interest rates go up with it so they get worse when the stock market does good when the stock market doesn't do so great mortgage rates get a little bit better so why is that so let's explain why that happens so basically if you think about it you have ten thousand dollars and you're deciding whether you want to open up something put your money into something that is not risky at all. You want to put something that you don't have to worry about losing money. You want to put some your money in something that, sure, it's going to make interest, but when you find those things that are less risk, they're not going to make you nearly as, as much. So when the stock market is on fire and it's doing great, the big investors are going to take their money and they're going to put it into stocks. When things start getting a little iffy, stocks start to drop, they start losing money, they're going to take their money and they're going to put it into longer term term securities that are going to keep things stable. They're not going to lose as much, right? It's going to hold their funds. So they'll put money into things like mortgage-backed securities, into 30-year notes. They might buy 30-year notes, right? A 30-year note is going to be at an interest rate of whatever that interest rate is, but typically lower, not the kind of money that you can make if you're going crazy in the stock market. But it is it is slow, it is secure, and you're not going to lose the same way that you would if your money was in something that was more volatile. So when the stocks do great, interest rates come up. And when the stocks don't do so great, interest rates will go down because more people are shifting their money back and forth. So that's the easiest way to explain it for it to make sense. Now, 
everybody anticipates things as usual. And then as they're anticipating things is where they're trying to make their monopoly moves. They're trying to figure out, well, the next Fed statement, what are they going to do? Then what's that going to do to the stock market? So should I move my money now? Should I not move my money now? Um, the banks are trying to figure out, well, if we're going to be borrowing money at a little bit higher interest rate, should we be cranking those interest rates up early, kind of get it out of the way and get it settled? Or should we be waiting? You know, so everybody's trying to figure out what to do and they're all trying, they're working in anticipation of not actually knowing. So the current interest rates that we have right now, one thing I do want to say is that they are probably the best interest rates that we've had in about three months. So that is, there's something to be said about that. I do believe uh, that we peaked out for now. Now, what could happen, you know, in two or three months from now? Nobody knows. You know, there could be something else that comes to play. There could be another big financial crisis of some sort that's going to change, you know, where we are today and what we see today. But based on today, I feel that our rates have kind of hit their peak and I feel like we, we came down a little bit. Now we came down because everybody anticipated the quarter point hike. It was already built in. And so the rates that we have right now today in our rate sheets, even with the Fed saying we're increasing the rates by a quarter of a percent, we are still in great shape. I don't truly think that we're going to see any giant fluctuation in our mortgage rates. Now, if you have a home equity line of credit or you do have credit card debt, you are going to see your minimum monthly payments go up. You are going to pay more in interest. That is for sure. Um, Grumpy uh, Butler gets on and this is great. He's with Twitch and he says, yo. So thank you so much for joining us on Twitch. I do want to remind all my gamers out there that someday I'm going to do mortgages for all of you, uh, which is why we are streaming on Twitch. So we are on Twitch, we are on Facebook and we are on YouTube. So pick the platform that you like and watch us wherever you'd like to watch us. You can ask me questions on all three platforms and it's all coming into the same place right here on Restream so that I can see the questions and I can answer them. So again, I want to remind everybody this is open conversation. Please go ahead and throw those questions in there and I'm happy to answer them for you. So uh, where I was going is mortgage rates, I think are still pretty stable. I actually don't think that we're going to see any massive, massive increases right now. I think that where the next question mark will come is what is going to be anticipated and then what do they do? So the one thing that I took from the meeting today was the actual uh, Federal Reserve in their meeting um, they were all 100% on board. It was unanimous to increase that rate by a quarter percent. We talked about that six weeks ago, and I said we're expecting them to raise again. How many more times that we will raise, we don't know. I said six weeks ago, I thought we were probably in for two more raises, one today and one again in six weeks from now. Will that happen? I don't know. Watching the uh, press conference, he was very elusive. There, there wasn't an actual, we're done. And there wasn't an actual, we're going to do. So it's going, it's very 50-50 right now. And what we're going to see take place moving forward over the next six weeks was going to be based on anticipation. And then what do they actually announce? So if everybody anticipates that rates are going to go up again, another quarter of a percent. And if in their minds, that anticipation means that maybe stocks are going to be more volatile. Maybe it's time for them to take their money out and put it into something more secure 
we could actually see interest rates get better. But what if they come out and they make the announcement and say, well, we decided we're not going to raise again. We, we're, we're, we're holding steady this time. Well, then you're going to see the opposite effect. When they say we're not raising again, we're going to see stock market rally. We're going to see interest rates go up a bit. So it's all about anticipation. It's all about grabbing things at the right timing. This is great timing. Best rates that we've had in at, you know, three months, if not better, or if not longer, and, you know, trying to get done what you need to get done. And I, I, I'll read to you guys like I always do. I'll read to you the press release, and then I'll kind of explain it as we go through it. But then I do want to move on because, again, like I said, it wasn't a big deal today. The quarter of a point was anticipated. Everybody expected it. It's not making a big change in our mortgage rates. Everything's holding steady. So this is not a huge Mortgage Mom radio show about, you know, oh my gosh, lock something in right this second. Um, hurry up, hurry up. Things are going to get worse. This is actually like, hey, things are holding steady. And we're going to talk about what's going on in the real estate world because, We've actually, we're actually seeing a very big pickup month over month right now in home sales, which should be that tick, 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 you know, for you and your brain of, oh my goodness, I need to jump on this bandwagon. We're going to talk about how many buyers out there. We're going to talk about how much inventory we have, which I think is also going to help you to realize that now is the time to get yourself started, as I've been saying over the last uh, four months of the year. Um, but we're going to get into that. And then we're going to also talk about rents because I don't know. Uh, if many of you have been our renters, I don't know if any of you have gotten into the market to try to secure a rental, uh, but I have now heard it from numerous people. I've heard it from clients calling me saying, I can't get a rental. I just want to see what I can do. What can I qualify for? Can I buy? I've heard it from, uh, you know, my hairstylist. I've heard it from um, friends of mine who own rental properties, uh, real estate agents in the industry that are listing these real estate, uh, these rentals. Um, you know, guys, you got to hear about what's happening in the rental market to realize that maybe there's actually the, the possibility that you could purchase instead. So we're going to go through all of that. It is going to be an absolutely fantastic show and the doors wide open. Ask your questions and I will answer them for you. I can see Heidi jumps on, says, hi, Deb and Buck. Heidi, thanks so much for joining. Sure, appreciate that. Um, you guys, it's going to be a great show. Lots of information. I am going to read the press release from the Fed because I do want you guys to hear it. That way you are getting the real information, not an article that you're reading that they're giving you their uh, take on it. So I'm going to read it for you. Then we're going to go to break and then we're going to start talking about uh, the market, where are things at? Where is real estate? How many purchases? Everything like I just mentioned that we were going to do. So the Federal Reserve issues the FOMC statement. This was uh, released at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm, of course, in California. So this came out at 11 a.m. my time. So it says economic activity expanded at a modest pace in the first quarter. Job gains have been robust in recent months and the unemployment rate has remained low. Inflation remains elevated. The U.S. banking system is sound and resilient. 
Tighter credit conditions for households and businesses are likely to weigh on economic activity, hiring, and inflation. The extent of these effects remains uncertain. The committee remains highly attentive to inflation risks. The committee seeks to achieve maximum employment and inflation at the rate of 2% over the longer run. In support of these goals, the committee decided to raise the target range for the Fed funds rate from 5% to 5.25%. The committee will closely monitor incoming information and assess the implications for monetary policy. In determining the extent to which additional policy firming may be appropriate to return inflation to 2% over time, the committee will take into account the cumulative tightening of monetary policy, the lags with which monetary policy affects economic activity and inflation, and economic and financial developments. In addition, the committee will continue reducing its holdings of treasury securities and agency debt and agency mortgage-backed securities as described in its previously announced plans. The committee is strongly committed to returning inflation to its 2% objective. In assessing the appropriate stance of monetary policy, the committee will continue to monitor the implications of incoming information for the economic outlook. The committee would be prepared to adjust the stance of monetary policy as appropriate if risks emerge that could impede the attainment of the committee's goals. The committee's assessments will take into account a wide range of information, including readings on labor market conditions, inflation pressures and inflation expectations, and financial and international developments. So basically, and I could go line by line and explain what they're telling you guys, but at the end of the day, it's exactly what I started the show with. They're not telling us anything. They're they're saying things are looking stable. One of the things uh, that Jerome Powell did mention, the chairman, uh, during his press release was that uh, things are still stable. They are not looking at this point in time like we are going to be jumping into any massive kind of a recession. They do still feel that the chances of us doing a soft landing are there. Um, job openings are still very, they're, they're, they're very rapid. They're there. People can still find a job right now. Um, employment, the minimum wage and the wages that people are um, getting hired in at, that has also that has actually come down just a little bit. Not minimum wage, but the actual wages themselves. They were getting pushed very, very high. Starting wages were going up. Raises were going up quite substantially. And that was because inflation was high. So when inflation is higher, gas is more higher, your utilities are higher, your food is higher, everything is high, then you need to make more money to be able to survive. So the point of bringing inflation down is that those things can then also come down, you know, together, right? So it's, it's working. Everything is working. They did say that it was going to be a very long journey. It was going to be a very long journey. The, uh, one of the questions that was asked during the press release was, do you all, do you still feel that you would be able to start to cut rates by the end of this year's as many are anticipating. And the answer that he gave was, this is going to be a very long project. So my read into that as the mortgage mom was, we probably aren't going to see rate cuts by the end of this year. Now, do I think we'll see rate cuts? Absolutely. It has to happen. Um, But I do think it's probably going to be 
in my opinion, my best guess, I think we're going to see rates start to get cut probably more like end of first quarter of 2024. And I've actually been saying that all year. So, so far, I've been pretty good with all of the expectations that I've been um, reading into by following all the news articles, the information that I've been delivering to you over the year. I've been pretty spot on with just about everything that I've been saying. I don't think that they're going to be ready to start cutting rates by the end of this year. But what they are doing is working. You are going to start to feel some easement in all of the different places that have been pumped up. Um, and right now, mortgage interest rates have seemed to level off. So I think that um, the quarter point, again, was expected. I don't think we're going to see any massive changes or movement as far as mortgage rates are concerned. We're definitely not seeing any changes as far as real estate values. As a matter of fact, those are going up. So we're going to talk about that when we get back from our break. And then we're going to get into renters and what you guys are going through right now to try Try to secure yourself a new place to live. So uh, Claudia jumped on. She says, hello, all ears. Claudia, thank you so much for joining. Uh, we're going to take a super quick break. And when we get back, we're going to start jumping into all of the, the next topics. So stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. Hi, this is Carrie Young with Mortgage Mom Radio. Did you know there are multiple home loan options available with little to no money down? Whether it's conventional, VA, FHA, USDA, or down payment assistance, let us find a loan that's right for you to get you into a home with minimal out-of-pocket expense. Give us a call. That number is 844-935-3634. That's 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU. That's W-E-L-E-N-D and the number four. Or visit our website. That's mortgagemomradio.com. All right, I want the attention. I am calling out to all my sneakerheads, my hat men, my Funko Pop guys. If you like collectibles, if you like sneakers, all the Nikes, Jordans, Adidas, Asics, New Balance, if you are digging on those baseball caps, all those My Fitted, Sports World 165s, the hat clubs, all the great styles and brands, we have got them at runawaysoul.com. We have got the best pricing in town. We match those of the big sites like StockX and Goat and eBay, but we don't have any seller fees. Everything we carry is guaranteed authentic. We have free shipping and it's fast. You're talking a couple of days to get your product. So run on over there and check it out. It's runawaysoul.com and make sure that you use one of our discount codes for even lower pricing. Once again, that's runawaysoul.com. All right, so welcome back to Mortgage Mom Radio. I'm Debbie Marcoux. I am the Mortgage Mom, and I'm bringing you guys all kinds of information. This is a fabulous show. It is packed with stuff. So right before break, I actually said we were going to jump into where housing prices are going and how many people need to buy and how many homes are actually listed for sale. We are going to get into that. But one thing I do want to bring up, and you guys can still hear me. I am so hoarse. I did go out to Stagecoach, like I said earlier in the show. It is Wednesday after a long weekend there, but oh my goodness, the singing, the wind, the heat. I absolutely sound like I partied all weekend and we had a great time. It was such a blast. Um, let's see. So Gray jumps on. Hello, uh, Debbie from Gigi. Hi, Gray. And Carrie says, hi, Debbie. Great info. Hi, Carrie. You're welcome. And great commercial. Thank you for recording that for us. You guys all just got to see Carrie's beautiful face. Um, she's she's just as knowledgeable as I am. Trust me. I'm just the only one willing to jump in this chair and talk to you guys every week for an hour. Um, but it is really important that we 
touch on the big, huge article that's been going around. It's been made big news. Everybody's talking about it. President Biden is going to subsidize lower credit scores, lower down payments by making people with good credit scores and big down payments pay more in their interest rates. So I do actually want to read this to you because I did say at the beginning of the show, it's really not that big of a deal. Um, Headlines are headlines. News is news. Media is always looking to push something out there, something to have another story about. Is it true? Yes. Um, But I'm going to actually read to you an article that I received from our secondary markets. So uh, the gentleman at JMJ Financial, his name is Josh Pappert. He sends us out communication all of the time, sometimes daily, sometimes weekly. This one actually came out on Monday. Um, He sent it out to us on Monday morning because it was such a big deal. So I'm going to read this to you to kind of help you guys understand what exactly it is that is happening and how you're actually May 1st was not a big deal. It wasn't super important to hurry up, get your interest rate locked in. You Things weren't going to change. So um, he sends us out May 1st, 2023. Happy month of May. I always know something is up when my neighbor, who knows I work in the mortgage industry, asks me, can you believe what Joe Biden is doing to high credit home buyers? Just a disclaimer before I get on the topic, I'm not very political, which guys, by the way, neither is the mortgage mom. I miss the days when religion and politics were the two topics you avoided in conversation with your neighbors. But with these, with the news cycles always scouring for content, anything is relevant these days, even press releases from usually boring housing agencies. And the last couple weeks, the FHFA raising fees for borrowers with good credit to subsidize the lower credit borrowers has been an actual storyline. Except this was announced back at the beginning of the year and has been active in our pricing since February. It is somewhat confusing since May 1st was the day that all Fannie Securities could no longer contain loans with the old adjusters. But make no mistake, this is old news and barely made a blip in our overall pricing the past couple of months. There is not another new round of price adjustments. However, this morning, now this was Monday, today is Wednesday. However, this morning, Republican lawmakers introduced two bills to roll the adjustments back. So stay tuned. A silver, a sliver of truth does exist in the headline. Yes, the borrowers with FICOs between 680 and 779 suffered the largest negative price adjustment with a couple of buckets getting up to three quarters percent worse. Now that's not three quarters of a percent in interest rate. We're talking about 0.75 in pricing. It is very, very different. It has not, it is not the interest rate, but 0.75 in pricing would be about 0.125 in interest rate. So your rate went up 0.125%. So let's pretend you had a rate of 5%. Now you might be at 5.125%. So it was a very minimal impact, but it did impact. They are trying to subsidize, but it's not new. This has been going on for months and months. They needed a storyline. Okay, but some of the high credit buckets got better. If your FICO is over 780 and your loan to value is 60 to 80%, so if you've got 40% down, 
to 20% down. So anywhere from 20 to 40% down or equity if doing a refinance, your pricing actually improved. And investment properties below 60%, so if you had more than 40% equity, saw a significant improvement. The changes to the adjusters are below, and I'm not going to go through all of that with you guys. And he keeps to continuing to go on, which kind of gets a little bit confusing for you because you're not in the business. But the general story is not a huge deal. Don't let it get your feathers ruffled. The news is there to bring you stories. It's already been put into the pricing. If you have locked in an interest rate anytime since February, you've already felt it. You've, you, you've already dealt with it. And it was so minimal that nobody even realized. So I do want to put that one to bed. I want everybody to get past it. And I want everybody to just keep moving forward and plugging towards homeownership. It's very, very important. Um, I'm going to read to you guys the next article um, that I did get. And this is the part that I think is really important for you renters to hear, okay? Because a lot of you might have put some things on hold and we don't want you to put some things on hold. So it says new home sales soared in March. Housing continues to show positive signs lately thanks to decline in mortgage rates. So I told you guys at the beginning of the show, we are at our lowest levels over the past three months, which is fabulous. Could that change? It could. Um, but I do think that we're kind of stabilizing right now, at least for the next five to six weeks before that next Fed meeting. This week, new home sales for March grew by 9.6% when the markets expected a 1.6% decline. So if you guys have been listening to me continuously, you don't miss a show, you listen to my podcast, you come on YouTube, I've been talking about get in front of the herd, get in front of the herd, get yourself pre-approved, get yourself ready, right? Because we could see that things were starting to ramp up. Well, there you go. They sure did, didn't they? The sales price remains 3.4% lower than in March of 2022. So yes, we saw prices come down slightly. Talked about that a couple weeks ago. But the improvement we are seeing since the beginning of the year highlights the strong demand for housing coupled with interest rate sensitivity. The Northeast saw the largest pickup in sales. Warm weather could have helped fuel the buying activity. Builders also used incentives and buy downs to close deals. So I've talked about that in previous shows is if you don't like the interest rate today, you just got to negotiate a little bit, get that seller to maybe help you out with some closing cost credit to buy that rate down. Um, home prices rise first time in eight months. Okay. So the S&P CoreLogic case Schiller National Home Price Index rose month over month in February, breaking a string of seven consecutive months of declines. So again, rates are coming down. They're starting to stabilize. People ran into a glass wall. They didn't know was there. We have moved five percentage points in 14 months. I mean, that would shock anybody, right? So it kind of brought everybody to this halt. But now things, people are realizing you can't put your life on, on hold forever. You got to get out there and do it. Coupled with the really difficult time getting yourself into a rental, we're seeing things that are, they're starting to pick up again. 
Um, Tom asks, so backwards, we all need to act according to stop accordingly to stop this insanity. It will only get worse and things like this will keep getting inserted. <laughs> yes, yes, Tom, you're absolutely right. Um, the Federal Housing Finance Agency also reported a price rise for February. What is sparking the increase in prices in what overall remains a slower housing market? Low housing inventory and a nice decline in home loan rates since the peak in October. So like I said, we're at about the best rates we've had in three months. October was our absolute highest interest rates that we had. Then they actually came down. Um, they kind of went up just a little bit in October, and now we've come back down again from October. So we aren't at our sweetest spot that we've had, um, but we are very, very darn close. Um, home price gains continue to, to decelerate, and this is good for restoring market balance as well as helping lower future inflation readings. So there's more, obviously, to this um, article, but that was another one that I thought was really important to read to you guys because my point is, is if you are on the fence, you need to get off the fence. And we're going to keep talking about that and why and why are things moving. So another article, whole nother one, right? And I read them all. The ones that I pull for you guys are coming from very reliable sources. They are the ones that I absolutely agree with that I feel have good data in them to support the information that I am actually giving to you. Um, so this one actually comes from our mortgage marketing guide. It's from a company called Tabrasa. They are the ones that text me on an hourly basis every single day, Monday through Friday during the time that the markets are open. They are the ones that I rely on for the market data. When you are my client, I have got your loan in the system. I am making sure that I'm trying my best to lock you in at the very best possible timing. So I'm watching the market on an hourly basis like you know, if things are getting worse, I'm going to get your rate locked in. If things are getting better, we're going to kind of hold off a little bit in hopes that we might be able to get a little bit better pricing for you before we push that button. So this actually comes from them. And I think it's it was a, a great article as well. And this is actually from today, from May 3rd. So it says... Um, if I tried to carry my cat Myrtle around, uh, there would be conflict. We all continue to hear conflicting information about home sales and prices in different parts of the nation and at different price points. One thing remains constant. There are over 50 million people aged 28 to 38. Millions do not own homes yet. Sure, some of them don't want to own them, but millions do. There are currently only 562,000 active listings of houses for sale in the U.S. The supply-demand imbalance that helps home prices. Zonda did a survey of why people decided to buy a home. The top reasons which every loan officer should use in conversations are building my own equity rather than someone else's, marriage or having kids, stability, participating in home price appreciation, and it was cheaper to own than rent. Recent reports have new home sales rising 9.6% month over month in March, but we're down 3.4% compared to a year ago. So two different articles, two different companies completely writing these articles with the same exact content, same data. So I think that that's really important when I bring you guys information. Um, the median home price was 449,800, which was a which was up 
about 3% compared to a year ago. Now, remember, this is across the nation. So if you are in LA County, like me, Orange County, in California in general, your average home price is not $449,800, but this is the average over the U.S. Um, and the Case Schiller Home Dex. Uh, home Index reported a 0.2% month-over-month gain in February and a 2% annual increase. So again, I, I just I hope that you guys literally heard that. We have 50 million people between the ages of 28 to 38 years old that do not own homes. And we have 562,000 active listings across the U.S., Okay. Home prices, even if we have a recession, in my opinion, are not, if they do drop, it is not going to be this massive crazy plunge uh, like we saw in our previous recession. It's just not going to happen. What will happen if we see a recession is that interest rates will come down. So if you buy a home today, you might have that possibility of refinancing for that lower interest rate to make your payment better, but you took advantage of that price appreciation, which is so important. Um, you know, guys, I, I just, I, I do hope that you're hearing me. I hope that you guys enjoy the content. Uh, Tom did jump on, says Debbie and team are the best. Tom, thank you so much. I do really appreciate that. I'm trying to drive home the fact that home ownership is so important. And one of the things that I do want to get to is what the most recent stories are that I am getting across the internet industry of people you know between 28 and 38 trying to secure themselves a new rental and if you rent right now you have absolutely no control over whether your landlord comes to you and says I'm really sorry but at the end of your contract I'm going to need you to leave uh, you know we're going to sell the property we're not going to hold on to it anymore you have no control of anything you can't make improvements to the property you can't change things around for your lifestyle you are making your landlord uh, wealthier you are not making yourself wealthier so we're going to talk a little bit about that. We're going to go into those stories that have been going on across uh, across the industry. I think it's so important for you guys to hear, especially if you are a tenant. You might think, hey, I cannot buy right now. I don't have enough money. We're going to talk about that too. You might think I won't qualify for a loan, my credit or my income. We're going to talk about that too because if you can rent a property in today's environment, you can buy a property. And so we're going to go through that because I think that is one of the most powerful statements that I can make. And you need to understand why I would make that statement. Um, Armando says, great information. Armando, thank you so much. And Tom says, Debbie is right, like planting a tree. When is the best time to plant one? 20 years ago. When is the second best? Today. <laughs> Tom, that was awesome. I might use that for a commercial. <laughs> I love it. All right. So we're going to take a super short break. Let me get some water. Let me try to clear my stagecoach pipes. Then we're going to talk about these stories that I'm hearing. What is going on? What is it taking to secure a rental today? And then how does that correlate to what would it take for you to find or to purchase a home? And you're going to find it's not much different. Um, Armando says, I like that, Tom. So you guys stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. Two minutes. We'll be right back. Debbie Marcus is licensed by the Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act, NMLS ID 237926. Also licensed in Arizona, 0941504. Florida, LO76508. Georgia, 69178. Idaho, MLO2080236726. Illinois, 0310058339. Missouri, North Carolina, I210940. Nevada, 57237. Oregon, Tennessee, 184373. Texas, Washington, MLO237926. She's a mortgage mom. Mortgage mom here. Hey, if you're a homeowner, you've probably got some equity in your home. 
Do you have debt that you need to get rid of? Well, give us a call. Let us take you through that blended rate calculator that I always talk about. Let's determine if it makes sense for you or if you should keep what you have. How do you do that? We'll book your phone consultation. Go to our website at mortgagemomradio.com and you can book your call right there. Once again, that's mortgagemomradio.com. Hi, this is Carrie Young with Mortgage Mom Radio. Did you know there are multiple home loan options available with little to no money down? Whether it's conventional, VA, FHA, USDA, or down payment assistance, let us find a loan that's right for you to get you into a home with minimal out-of-pocket expense. Give us a call. That number is 844-935-3634. That's 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU. That's W-E-L-E-N-D and the number four. Or visit our website. That's MortgageMomRadio.com. All right. So welcome back to Mortgage Mom Radio. I'm Debbie Marcoux. I am the Mortgage Mom. And this is going to be the last section of today's show. So we're going to get into those stories. What is happening in the rent field? Uh, what is going on when you are going out there and you're trying to shop for a new rental? I have talked to so many people um, both out there trying to get a rental as well as real estate agents that have got them listed. I've got a really great friend of mine. I'm going to actually bring her on next week and she's going to talk to us about her experience, what happened. Um, she actually just bought a condominium. So again, that goes to me telling you guys, it doesn't matter when you buy. Real estate is for the long haul. It is a long-term investment. The longer that you hold on to it, the more equity and the more wealth that you are going to build. It doesn't matter what the cycles of the economy are. It doesn't matter if prices go up, prices come down. It doesn't matter if you buy high. Um, it, it, it will always, always recycle and it will always go up higher than where it stopped the time before. And even if you end up in a lower price than what you bought it for, it is going to be making you money in the long term. You're going to have a renter making payments for you. If you live in the property, you're going to be taking tax deduction. You've got security of owning the home. Nobody can kick you out. You can, you know, create what you will with that home. You can plant those roots like Tom mentioned right before the, the break. Um, but this is what's going on right now in the, in the rental world. So if you guys are out there and you're trying to secure a rental, she buys this condominium. And she decides, this is a good friend of mine, and she decides that she is going to uh, put it in the MLS uh, for rent, right? And she gets like eight real estate agents call her and ask her some questions about it. And one of her girlfriends reaches out and says, you know, Mary, what, what, why don't you just put it on Facebook Marketplace? Like that's where everybody put, puts their rentals. So if you're a renter or you're, think, you're trying to find yourself a rent, uh, rental, I guarantee that you can understand what I'm saying. Facebook Marketplace is the place to go when you're looking for a new rental. So she says, oh, okay, well, I'm not even a Facebooker. I don't really do Facebook, but I'll go ahead and I'll try it. She puts it on Facebook. She said that within two hours, she had over 3,000 people view the rental. She had so many people reach out to her. She couldn't even respond to all of them. She decided that the very best thing to do, because there was no way that she was going to be able to get back to every single person, show every single person the property, and it was going to be way too long of a day to have that many people come through the home. So she decided that she would open up the property for one hour on one Saturday and people could tour the property during that one hour. She said that she had a line out the door and down the street to see this property, to see this condominium. 
people went through. She said she couldn't even answer all of the questions. By the time that, you know, she was done, she had the rental applications were coming in. She said people were offering more than what she had even asked for in rent. They were offering to pay one year up front, an entire year up front, just to try to secure the rental. Um, she had her pick of the crop as far as credit, income. She was able to ask them to provide their income documentation. Well, guess what? That's what you're going to do for a mortgage. She was able to pull their credit reports to see how their credit was. Um, she asked for a, for, she said she didn't want the, the 12 months. She, she wasn't going to do that to somebody. But hey, <laughs> guys, if you got enough money sitting in your bank account to offer somebody to pay 12 months in advance for your rent, you might want to think about a down payment on a house. Um, but, you know, she didn't do that, but she did get, $10,900 for a $3,000 a month rental. So she got a first month, a last month, a security deposit and a pet deposit. So $10,900 that this girl gave her. She had a 790 credit score and her income was fully documented. Great, great job, stable income, been in her job for a long time, W-2, pay stubs. That girl could have purchased a property. We have with $10,900, okay, you can buy a home. That is, you know, you can get an FHA loan. We can use down payment assistance. Her credit score was fabulous. Her income was fabulous. There was absolutely no reason that that girl should be renting a property. She could have been a homeowner. And that is what you're feeling across all across the rental market right now. That was in Orange County. I have another friend of mine, um, and I was talking with her and she's, you know, uh, self-employed, just got divorced, has a brand new boyfriend. She's not really yet there, probably maybe 12 more months or so before she's really going to be in a position where she could buy. I get that. There's going to be many of us with, with a story like that, many of us that just aren't quite there. Um, but she was telling me that she found a home that her and the boyfriend wanted to rent uh, in Valencia. Okay, so we're going from Orange County to the outskirts of LA County, okay? So this is across uh, California, this is happening, and I wouldn't be surprised if this is across the nation. Um, but remember that this is where my butt's in the seat, so I can tell you mostly about California. So um, same exact situation. She found the place. She was absolutely in love with it. They opened the property up. She said there were so many people inside. It was a zoo. She put her application in. She offered to pay them all kinds of money up front. She offered to give them more than what they had even asked for for rent. So she was overpricing the next person that wanted the property. Renting right now is very difficult. It is very, very difficult. There's not enough rentals, just like there aren't enough properties to buy. But if you can be one of the lucky few that get chosen to rent a property, the, your chances of also being able to qualify for a mortgage are very, very high. Why in the world would you continue to subsidize somebody else? Why would you make your landlord wealthier? Why would you make his mortgage payments for him? You know, $3,000 a month, take that times 12 months. That money was just thrown away. It's gone. There's no mortgage interest write-off on your tax deduction. There's no property tax write-off on your tax deduction. Um, it's not yours. You don't get to do with it what you want. There's no stability. They can ask you to move at any time. They might not re-up your lease. They might 
Um, they, they might increase your rent next year. So now your rent's going to keep going up instead of being in a 30-year fixed rate mortgage where your monthly payment's going to remain the same. You could take your property that you get into now and you can rent it out later, right? And go buy yourself another one. And you get to be that landlord. It just doesn't make sense right now that people are out there renting. Um, Armando says, shh, because he doesn't want me to give away the secrets. And Claudia says, I don't know why a lot of people are scared and intimidated to commit to buying. And and I agree, Claudia. I agree so much with you. Um, it, this really is the time to do it, you guys. This is the time to buy. It's the time to get in. You're, you're hearing me read you the stories. I'm not reading you lies. You know, property values, we, we don't have enough inventory. We have more people than we have housing all across the United States. If you look it up, if you guys Google it, housing prices don't always crash during a recession. As a matter of fact, during most recession, prices on homes went up. So it was our most recent recession that we had that everybody has the memory of, right? The, mo the, the last one is the one that stings the worst. And in that recession, yes, housing prices fell. Why were we in a recession? Because we didn't have regulations on mortgage and we didn't have real estate. We, we didn't have um, regulations the way that we should have. And there was a lot of behavior that was mismanaged. Um, that was the actual reason for the recession, which is why property values went kaput. Um, but in this one, everybody that owns a home today is qualified for it. The majority of people that own a home today got in when interest rates were super low. Those people, if they own rental properties, they're not selling them. Ask Armando. He's on here watching. He's got a he's got a rental property. Um, you know, if you own a home, you're not selling. You're going to stay where you're at because it's cheaper than if you go buy right now. Rates will come back down. There will be a breaking point. We will hit what the Federal Reserve is trying to get us to hit. We will bring that inflation down where they want it to be. And when we do, they will cut it back. And that will be your opportunity to refinance to get your payment down lower. But it's also going to bring so many more people to the market to start buying. And the overbidding is already starting. I know that Heather is watching right now. Heather is a real estate agent on my team. She's fabulous. She wrote an offer for one of our clients just uh, two days ago property was listed at 675. Everybody thinks we're in a position right now where homes are sitting. Guess what? They're not sitting again. Month over month from February to March got better. March got even, you know, and May's going to be even better than uh, April was. And April got better than March was. And so, you know, she wrote this offer. It ended up selling for 725. No contingencies, no credits, 14 day close. We're getting there, you guys, because there's just not enough inventory. People are seeing that interest rates are stabilizing and they're all starting to come out of the woodworks. So if you have put your life on hold, you need to take your life off hold. You need to get out there. You need to buy something. And I do want to step into one more topic that I might not be the most popular of moms for saying this, but I'm going to bring you guys, I'm going to do a little mom reality check. And I know my kids hate it when I do this. They hate me for it. Um, but I do it all the time. I'm very blunt. I'm very straightforward. And I don't don't lie about anything. So you guys are going to get that mom moment here in just a second. So Claudia says, um, I had the, if I had the cash like that, I would definitely buy a second home. Claudia, I, I think that that would be a great idea. Um, really guys, you have to, re it's just the more, the more real estate you guys can get, the better that you're setting yourself up in life down the road. Um, Armando says, yup, two rental duplexes. So, and Michael, um, Enriquez gives me the clapping. Michael, thank you so much for joining. 
And Michael, thank you. Michael uh, actually reached out to me today. He watches the show. He's not in need of my help, but he's actually referring a friend of his to me that needs to buy a home and needs some help with down payment assistance. And me and my team are going to get them there. So thank you, Michael, for that. Truly do appreciate it. So here's my mom moment. I'm going to talk totally blunt and honest with you guys, okay? Property values are high. We live in California. You live in California because you want to be in California. I think all the time about moving somewhere less expensive, going to another state, right? And I think, you know, my God, I don't think I can do the heat, right? I think about Arizona or Vegas. I can't do the heat. Then I think about, well, I go to the Midwest. I can't do the humidity. Then I think about, you know, the the Midwest again or, or the East Coast. And I'm like, I can't do the snow, right? We live in California for a reason. California is expensive and it's only going to get more expensive. And guess what, you guys? All those people that exited California in droves, they all coming back. And that's part of the reason why you guys are having a hard time getting rentals getting your rental properties and get, you know, finding a new rental property. We're getting a lot of people coming back to California. So look that one up. Okay. So you got a lot of competition too, but this is my thing. Most people come to me with the dream of home ownership, the dream to own a home. And in their mind, a home is a three bedroom, two bathroom home. They're not going to buy a condo. Okay. Why I got news for you. And this is the mom moment that I'm going to give you that you're going to hate me for. I got news for you. If you're out looking at apartments to rent and that apartment is 3000 a month, let's just say 3500 2800 okay? Maybe more depending on what city that you're looking in. That's what you can afford to buy. Just instead of an apartment, you're going to buy a condo, okay? We don't have to buy the house. We need a stepping stone. You need a stepping stone. Even the mortgage mom bought her very first property was a one-bedroom, 580-square-foot condo. Then I bought a two-bedroom, 900-square-foot townhome. I actually got a garage and inside laundry. Then I bought a three-bedroom, three bath. It was two and a half bath um, duplex. I only owned one side of the duplex. I didn't even own both. Then I bought my first home. You need a stepping stone. Just because you're going to buy a house doesn't mean that you need to go buy that million dollar property for three bedrooms and two bathrooms. And I'm sorry if that puts put some of you in check. I'm sorry if that was not, you know, it's going to kill the dream. But the dream is the stepping stone. And I'm telling you right now, get the condo, get the two bedroom, two bath that you can afford for five or $600,000 for the monthly payment that you'd pay rent for. Then rent that bad boy out and go buy the townhome, then go buy the duplex, then go buy the single family home and keep all of them as you go. But just put yourself in check, you guys. You don't have to have a single family home. If you've never owned a property before, a condo, a townhome, whatever you can get yourself into is what you should be looking to do. And whatever you can afford monthly for rent is probably realistically what you're also, you should be looking at and buying. If you're looking at apartments, you should be looking at condos. If you're looking at a two-bedroom apartment, you should be looking at a two-bedroom condo. So that is mom's uh, check checkmate of the day. Um, again, many of you might not agree with me. Many of you might be mad at me because I gave you the mom advice. Um, but I do want to kind of put some of your little attitudes, your little, your little millennials in check there. And trust me, I got them. They're mine. My, my kids are millennials and uh, Gen 
what am I? I'm Gen X. That one's Gen Z. Um, so, you know, just just make sure that you guys, if, if you've been thinking about renting a property, pick up the phone, call us. Let's see if we can get you into the same home. You need a first, you need a last, you need a deposit, maybe a pet deposit. You got to be able to prove income right now and you've got to have decent credit. And let me just tell you that buying a house is going to be more liberal on your credit report than a, than a landlord is going to be. So with that, I'm going to finish the show. I've got... Um, Michael says, well said. And Claudia says, you tell them, Debbie. I agree. Good. I hope all of the moms and dads are listening to me and you guys all agree with me. Get out there, you guys. Start looking. Figure out what you can do. We have tons of down payment assistance. I spread Carrie's face all over this show today. She's our commercial girl. Carrie works for me. She's awesome with down payment assistance. We've got three different programs. The Cal Hafa dream might've gone away, but there's still our basic Cal Hafa. There is still our golden state program. We still have Essex. If you're looking to move out a little bit more rural, we've got some USDA guys. There's an opportunity. It's there. Reach out to us, get yourself started and stop making other people rich. So with that, I'm going to end the show. I hope you guys enjoyed it today. I'll be back again next Wednesday. Make sure that you guys uh, know when I go live, opt yourself in, text the word mom to 844-935-3634. That's 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU. W-E-L-E-N-D and the number four. Or hey, pick up the phone and call that number and talk to us. All right, you guys have a good one. Talk to y'all soon. Debbie Marcoux is licensed by the Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act, NMLS ID 237926. Also licensed in Arizona 0941504, Florida L076508, Georgia 69178, Idaho MLO 2080237926, Illinois 031.0058339, Missouri, North Carolina I210940, Nevada 57237, Oregon, Tennessee 184373, Texas, Washington MLO 237926. She's a mortgage mom. She can get things done When you're in need and don't know where to go Pick up the phone and call mom 